Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're fired up to get after the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 with that Midwest Farm Report. 50 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 53. Marshfield's at 50. Green Bay has 50. Rice Lake, 49. Wausau has 49. Mar- Madison's at 50. Milwaukee also at 50. And up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 49 degrees. Well, that rain is expected to stop this morning, but the clouds might be hanging around all day, along with some gusty winds, I hope. Not quite as gusty as yesterday afternoon and last last evening. That was that was pretty windy and left some leaves around. That wind coming mostly from the north and northwest, and the clouds should move out Tuesday uh, with lower than average temperatures through the rest of the week as that week moves on. Today we're looking at a high of 62 and a low of 50. Tuesday a high of 69 and a low of 49. It's 4.59 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Officials in Northern California say 180 people were potentially exposed to the coronavirus at a church service on Mother's Day. Butte County public health officials are doing contact tracing to determine who the infected person came into contact with. Those who attended have been told to self-quarantine. The infected person received their positive diagnosis the day after the service. Gatherings like that church service are prohibited under the state's stay-at-home order. President Trump is continuing his war of words with former President Obama. He was an incompetent president. That's all I can say. Grossly incompetent. Thank you. Trump made those comments while speaking with reporters outside the White House. Trump was responding to criticism Obama leveled over the weekend during a virtual commencement address. The 44th president said this pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. That only added to comments made by Obama earlier this month when he called the government's response an absolute chaotic disaster. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says the economy will begin to recover once the coronavirus is under control. In an interview with CBS's 60 Minutes, Powell said the U.S. economy won't recover until people feel confident they're safe. He noted the sooner the virus gets controlled, the sooner things can reopen. A criminal investigation is underway into a warehouse explosion in Los Angeles on Saturday that left nearly a dozen firefighters hurt, Dean Mucio reports. The probe is reportedly focused on smoke tokes, a business connected to the warehouse that makes a concentrated cannabis product called butane honey oil. The process involves highly flammable butane, but the business reportedly didn't have a placard that could have warned firefighters about its presence. Dean Mucho, NBC News Radio. And an autographed pair of sneakers from Michael Jordan's rookie season went for big bucks. The signed pair of Air Jordan 1s that the Hall of Famer wore during the 1984-85 season sold for $560,000 yesterday at auction. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Summer planting season is in full gear, and Blaine's Farm and Fleet has all the supplies you need to keep you moving along. Save $30 on a Lincoln 12-volt lithium-ion power luber, regularly $199.99, now $169.99. Be prepared no matter where you are with an Easy 8 12-volt DC 8 gallons per minute transfer pump from GPI. It's $219.99. Pick up a NOCO 2A battery charger designed for charging car, motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, lawnmower batteries, and so much more. It's $49.99. And no garage should be without a pair of Rhino ramps. They're easy to store and can hold up to 12,000 pounds. 
On sale, $34.99. Rewards members pay $32.99. Not a rewards member? Sign up for free in-store, online, or on the Farm and Fleet mobile app. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Allstate has new lower auto rates. Nope. Allstate has new lower, lower auto rates. <clears throat> Allstate, Allstate has new lower auto rates. <clears throat> Allstate has new lower auto rates. <clears throat> Allstate has new lower auto rates. There we go. For new lower auto rates, visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Scott rolling on with the morning chores here at the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the Midwest markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 98 to 116 with mixed 82 to 97. Fed beef heifers 101 to 110 and a half with mixed 80 to $1. Fed Holstein steers are at 77 to 82 with select and choice 70 to 76. Cows are at 37 to 50, with the top selling 51 to 66. Bulls 64 to 84. Butcher hogs are 25 and down. Sows 13 to 16. Boars are at 5 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 85 to 165. And feeder lambs 95 to 215. Live cattle for June are at 97 even. That's up 287. August at 97.82. Up 82. Feeder cattle for mayor at 124.72. That's up 92. And August 131 even. That's up two cents. Lean hogs for June are at 57.87. That's down 87 cents. And July at 57.75. Down a dollar five. August at 56.40. Down a dollar 32. And October 51.40. Also down 132. And again, it's 50 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 53. Looking for those clouds to stay around today, along with some northeast and northern winds that could be fairly gusty. Those clouds are going to move out tomorrow, though, and we'll be looking at a bright week as the week rolls on. Line, Goodman'sJewelers.com. When asked to name his favorite family members, he asks if the animals in the barn count. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. Hey, good morning to you and happy Monday. Thank you so much for starting your week off with us for the Midwest Farm Report. My name is Josh Scramlin. It's 5.05 on the clock. And what it says on the calendar is May 18th, 2020. I cannot believe that we are already almost 20 days into the month of May, but uh, we just keep on clicking along. Hey, we got a lot for you this morning. There have been some big changes in the checkoff 
here in Wisconsin. Temporary changes concerning the COVID-19 pandemic and the dumping of milk. We'll get more from that when Pam Yonke joins us in about 30 minutes. Also, Kurt Larson, the CEO of Equity Cooperative, will be stopping by the Midwest Farm Report this morning. We had a lot of rain over the weekend. Is that going to continue throughout this week? We'll catch up with ag meteorologist Stu Muck in about 15 minutes. And also, don't forget to go to weneedfarmers.com. That is how you can claim your free Wisconsin Needs Farmers yard sign. And that would not be possible without our good friends at Rural Mutual Insurance Company, Blaine's Farm and Fleet, High Point Steakhouse and Ridgeway, and Compere Financial. Again, that is weneedfarmers.com. And our chock full of agribusiness news is straight ahead. How are things going in Eau Claire at the northern end of the world's longest barn? Bob Bosold joins the Midwest Farm Report in just moments to update you on the latest agriculture happenings. Dependable, hardworking, an essential part of our everyday life. Farmers, we appreciate you now more than ever before. And you deserve an off-road vehicle that's built extra tough to take you way beyond the daily grind. In fact, you deserve the Can-Am Defender. The Can-Am Defender is the most capable side-by-side yet. And farmers can receive a rebate of up to $1,500 on all new 2020 Defender models at Mad City Power Sports. Stop in for a no-contact test drive or visit madcitypowersports.com. He can smell fried cheese curds from 15 miles away. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. Well, the processing plants on the beef side and the pork side are finally beginning to open. I recently spoke with Jeff Swenson of DATCAP, and he told me that there's only one major beef processing plant in Nebraska that is still yet to open. So if you compare that to what was taking place a couple weeks ago, we're getting there. It's Josh Gramlin at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. But that does not mean that beef producers all across Wisconsin and the U.S. aren't continuing to struggle. And, Bob, you have an update on the beef and cattle industry for us. How are they doing? Well, you hit the word on the head, on the nail on the head there, Josh, struggling. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. I did have a chance to talk to Colin Woodall, who is the CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, himself a lifelong cattle producer and Nobody's happier than than Colin that the beef processing plants are starting to reopen and take cattle again. These guys with finished cattle that are looking at 10 weeks for delivery on cattle that are ready to go are really struggling. As he told me, cattlemen are doing what they have to do. They're pulling out all the stops to survive. It's truly desperation out there, Bob, right now as everybody's trying to figure out what they have to do to hang on because in every aspect of the cattle business right now we are struggling and the biggest issue that we have is getting cattle harvested these packing plants that are shutting down or scaling back operations we have some that are running at 40 to 60 percent capacity that means that cattle are backing up on us throughout the supply chain people have nowhere to go to be able to market so that's downward pressure on us and the additional costs of keeping those uh, cattle longer than we had anticipated and overall the financial outlook's pretty bleak for us right now and keeping these cattle at home isn't just for a week or two we're talking eight ten weeks in some cases that we're hearing around at least in the midwest we absolutely could see this for uh, months on end 
But the one thing that we are priding ourselves on as an industry is that we don't have to euthanize those animals. We're going to keep them. It comes at a cost. It comes at a significant cost, but we are going to keep them and continue to put the pressure on USDA to help execute the executive order that the president signed because that is the way that we're going to get these packing plants up and running. We're starting to see some stability come into that. And if we can get this thing turned around and start processing more cattle, then hopefully it means that the second half of this year we could start seeing an uptick for us. But how are we going to get that done? Everybody knows what's happening at the packing plants with the workers testing positive. The lines are slowing down. This isn't an overnight activity that's going to change things. It's not an overnight activity, but we are seeing some improvement because one of the biggest concerns that we've had throughout this process was the influence on state and local governments in making the decisions to shut these packing plants down. With the president coming in and invoking the Defense Production Act and putting the executive order in place, that has given USDA much more leverage to move forward and implement the CDC and OSHA guidelines, which make it very clear that A worker can be in that plant, they can work safely, they can be safe, and we can continue to operate. And so implementing that now, it's uh, providing some stability, and so now we need to work on taking that stability and start increasing those speeds again and getting capacity ramped back up. And, Colin, some folks are talking about some antitrust violations here. In fact, the president has now asked the Justice Department to look into allegations The meatpackers broke some antitrust laws because of the money that is going to producers, and yet at the retail level, prices are going up. As you look at that, is is there something you feel to that, or is it just the way the market conditions are right now? The cost of boxed beef to retailers is just absolutely through the roof. And those dollars are not being shared back to the producers because of that choke point in our system, which are the packers. So there's a lot of concern of what's truly going on there. Is it market systems or is there something more nefarious that's happening? And that's why NCBA also wrote a letter to the president asking for an investigation to include USDA and the Department of Justice. We don't have any evidence that says that it is wrongdoing, but we're to the point where we need a definitive answer on it, and we believe that DOJ and USDA can provide that. If we can get that answer, then it'll help us as an industry determine how we need to move forward in improving the way we market cattle. And how many billions of dollars do you estimate the industry has lost already? And depending on how long this goes on, what this is going to cost cattlemen, as you said, can't get the cattle to market, keeping them home, a lot of expense that the average person doesn't realize. We worked with a group of economists and market analysts to get a study that came out in early April saying that we had $13.6 billion worth of losses, and that was just in the first month of COVID. Here we are a month later, and we're asking for an update of that, but that number could have very easily doubled, especially now that we are seeing the backup in cattle and these additional costs. So it is something that is an ongoing analysis for us to determine, because we're going to have to go back to Congress and ask for some more support in order to help us get through this and try to recover. And there isn't a farmer, rancher, cattleman in the world that wants a check from the government. They want it from the market. These programs that are being put out, be it PPP, whatever, I'm sure your your members are taking advantage of this, but it has to be 
you know, almost turning your back to take the check because that's not the way farmers and ranchers operate. You're exactly right. That's not the way we operate. That's not the way we want to operate. We want the market to work. We absolutely want the market to work, but it's not right now. And the alternative is to uh, see people go out of business. So if we can get a little money to try to help people hang on a little bit longer, then I think that that's a good investment. But it's also significant motivation for us to find ways that we can fix this market so we don't have to go and do this again. And, of course, this COVID-19 is a 500-pound gorilla in the room, but you've got other things you're working on. The administration recently released an updated Waters of the USA rule, not to the satisfaction of everybody, including cattlemen don't really like some of the provisions in here either, do they? Uh, you know, it's it's not ideal, but I tell you what, it is a drastic improvement over the waters of the United States rule, WOTUS, which we spent years fighting and that the Trump administration finally killed. What this does do is it provides some certainty in the law so that way, hopefully in future administrations, we don't have to continue to go back and revisit this. So while it's not perfect, it is definitely something that we are supportive of, and we are happy that the president did more than just repeal WOTUS, that he decided to replace it with something that definitely is much more friendly to landowners. By much more friendly to landowners, uh, explain what you're saying, because reading that, there are still some some wetlands and waterways considered navigable waterways that are questionable because they're a long way away from what most people consider navigable waterways. And, of course, that water is a number one priority. You're right, but it doesn't include ditches. It doesn't include a lot of the other agricultural components, things such as ephemeral streams, for example, that we see that really only hold water when uh, when it rains. Uh, so we, we have we have done a, a lot of work to get us away from a lot of those daily water features that we see and get things more focused on uh, a wetland. And the wetlands are definitely controversial still, but compared to where we were, uh, we, we have made a significant uh, improvement in limiting the number of bodies that could be considered a water of the United States. And another issue that uh, has kind of taken a back seat with the situation we're in now, this fake meat situation. How are you dealing with that in these particular times? Because you can't drop the ball on that either. Well, the COVID-19 situation has actually been very enlightening for us because when you go back and you look at what the consumer has done, there has been a run on meat cases around the country. Uh, every package of beef that we have put out there has sold and sold quickly. And what's interesting is we have received photographs from our members from across the country. And almost to a T, it is a meat case that is cleaned out, but yet a case of fake meat, uh, things such as Beyond Beef, that is still fully stocked. So even in a time of crisis, when Americans are looking for a little comfort, they're looking for food, they're looking for some certainty, they're still not going to go to fake meat. They're going to come to us. And I think what that does is shows that, yes, it's still a fight that we need to focus on, but uh, the, the consumer just showed us that they have all the faith in the world in our product. They don't in that product, and we need to keep that in mind as we look at strategies moving forward. And there is good news in the cattle industry, and that has to do with some of the trade deals. I think Japan is probably a bright spot, maybe getting that deal and getting an unworkable tariff off of those products. Talk, Colin, about uh, some positive news as far as exports 
of beef into other countries, USMCA, China, Japan, other places around the world? You know, before we started uh, COVID-19, we were really optimistic about our chances here this year because of all the great trade deals and changes that were implemented at the end of 2019 and the early part of 2020. And of course, one of those was the Japanese deal where we can finally send more product. We have taken those tariffs down. We'll continue to take those tariffs down, and I think that's going to help solidify that as our top market for, for many years to come. But, of course, we also have phase one of the China deal. And phase one of the China deal took down some barriers that were keeping beef out of China, including the use of uh, hormones, which are now approved to be utilized in sending beef into China, and also some of the animal identification requirements that we were able to modify. All of that is going to open up more market share. And as we go through this COVID crisis, we're seeing orders coming in from China. They are now in that recovery phase, and they're looking for more protein, and we're going to be able to capitalize on it. Now, some people are saying, well, wait a minute. Why would we export product when we're having a hard time filling our meat cases here? And the answer is very simple. Americans, even in this time of crisis, still aren't eating hearts, livers, and tongues but our foreign consumers are. That's why we need to continue our trade. And how much of a concern is it? We have normal trade channels with Canada. A lot of their cattle are fed within 100 miles of the border for a good reason. They come across for processing. And, of course, there's been criticism that uh, American cattle haven't been getting into these processing plants because of Canadian cattle coming in. Is this just normal commerce, or is there something to that? Uh, you know, we've had a lot of people look at this, and uh, uh, we haven't had any examples put out to us where the Canadian cattle have uh, uh, have been displacing displacing uh, our, our cattle. And we have no evidence that there is any sort of uh, dumping situation going on there either. So what cattle are being done, uh, some of them are probably being done because of contracts that were already existing. Now, we're going to continue to watch that. Uh, but so far, that has not been something that has uh, popped up as a as a uh, red flag that is that is really causing problems for us. Sounds good, Colin. We appreciate the update. Stay safe and enjoy that big steak on Memorial Day on the grill. Uh, everybody enjoy a little beef and make sure it's the real thing. That a boy, Colin Woodall, who's the CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. An update on the industry. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station.
If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hi, I'm Tippy. I lost over 20 pounds and 19 inches, and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Tom. I lost 42 pounds and over 20 inches. I also cut my cholesterol in half and my blood pressure is way down. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Morgan. I lost 35 pounds and 22 inches and I finally lost my baby weight. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Shear, DC with Eau Claire Weight Loss and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We Know The Secret. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Add Englewood grass-fed beef as a key solution to your family's food supply. Englewood offers a broad range of options to deliver antibiotic and hormone-free beef from our farm to your table. Visit englewoodgrassfarm.com and click on the order page. Soon, you'll be stocked up on heart-healthy grass-fed beef. Englewood grass-fed beef, farming to promote the health of our animals and our family of customers. 523 on the clock. Josh Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report. I'm joined by ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, what can we expect in the next day or so weather-wise? Oh, a little bit damp yet, Josh. I wish I had better news there. Clouds, some patchy fog, and expect some scattered showers. Not all that heavy. Maybe another tenth of an inch adding up through the day, but it stays damp. Mid-50s, a little upper 50 activity in western Wisconsin. Northeast winds 5 to 15, even gusting near 25. Still a chance of a little light rain, a scattered shower, some fog again later in the night, still cloudy. Low 50s overnight, northeast winds 5 to 15. And a slight chance of a little shower activity early Tuesday, mostly cloudy. More likely mid-60s, starting to turn. East winds at 5 to 10, and then definitely turning Wednesday. Partly sunny, upper 60s, 70s already in western Wisconsin Wednesday. And in the low 70s by Thursday with some sunshine. Feels better toward the end of the week, Josh, but a rain chance tries to edge in in the weekend. All right, Stu, thank you so much. Stay dry up there, okay? Will do, you too. All right. Have a good one. That is Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. He joins us live via Skype right around this time every single weekday morning. Taking a look at some current conditions. It's 50 and raining in Shawano, 50 and cloudy in Whitewater, 50 and cloudy in Mauston as well, 48 and cloudy in Oshkosh. It's currently 50 and raining in Wausau, 48 and rain in Green Bay, 52 and cloudy in La Crosse, and we're seeing 50 and cloudy in Eau Claire. Don't forget to go to MidwestFarmReport.com for all your agribusiness news and for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. 
Oh, my goodness. Did you see Bob's gorgeous soybean rose? Um, totally. I couldn't believe how clean, weed-free his entire field looked. I'm, like, so jealous. I heard he started using this new post-applied residual herbicide called Perpetuo, and it's burned down in long-lasting residual powers, making his soybeans, like, literally the talk of the town. Ah, so Perpetuo's his secret. Yep. Talk to your retailer or visit valent.com slash Perpetuo to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 711 715-748-6040. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking Seminars? And they said only $49.99 and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went. And guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof, and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain. Because of coronavirus, the seminar is now online live with America's hypnotist Mark Patrick in the comfort and safety of your living room. Live online seminar for the greater Eau Claire area will be held live Saturday, June 6th. Register now. Only $49.99 guaranteed at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. That's MarkPatrickSeminars.com. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott rolling on with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. 50 degrees here in Eau Claire. Let's have a quick look at a little bit of the uh, farm news. Wisconsin dairy farmers who dump milk because of that coronavirus pandemic won't be charged milk promotion assessments on that milk. A news release issued by the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection said the agency is working with the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. That's the agency charged with collecting and using dairy checkoff funds for dairy promotion, education, and research. And they've agreed that farmers won't be charged the 10 cent per 100 weight assessment. However, the measure doesn't cover milk dumped before last Friday. It will continue until the coronavirus national emergency that President Trump ordered earlier this year is lifted. U.S. Department of Agriculture officials also have announced that the federal Meals for Kids program will continue through summer. That program was started in March when schools were closed as a means of helping children in food insecure families. It's being extended until August 31st. Hey, we're going to be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. We're doing business during the coronavirus. Lots of businesses are up and at them and uh, continuing to work. And that includes Advanced Septic and Advanced Septic Services headquartered in the Kadat area. Lori is with us this morning. And, Lori, tell us about Advanced Septic. What kind of services you provide much-needed services you provide to those folks that have septic systems. Well, we're doing septic installations, repairs, 
certified real estate inspections. Um, of course, we do free estimates. And we've been just kind of rolling through and still practicing social distancing. Most of our guys, when they're on a job, they don't really need the, home, need the homeowners out there anyway. So business as usual for this. And, of course, construction is continuing around our area. And, you know, if you need that septic system, how do folks get a hold of you to come out, give them an estimate as far as what kind of a system they may need or guidance to put in the right kind of system? What's the secret? Website, phone numbers, how do we do it, Lori? Um, you can give us a call at 715-703-3235. Um, or you can check us out on our website at advancedsepticinstallation.com. And thank you for that. And we have Rocky Olson on over at Premier Livestock at Withy blowing in here on a, well, it's not so breezy anymore. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. Yeah, it was quite a breeze yesterday. We got some sides of buildings washed that we normally might not get washed with that northeast wind, huh? Yeah, we got the dust settled, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we sure did. I'll tell you what. Good thing some seeds are in the ground. They could could have used it, and that, yep, that was yep. a good now thing. Now we got some warmth coming. It'll be good. Absolutely, absolutely. So speaking of warmth, things warming up there at the barn. How are things going? And tell us what you got planned. Uh, thank you, Scott. Matter of fact, things are getting a little better right along here. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, last week's uh, markets uh, shaped up at Premier. Uh, we sold 2,100 head. Uh, like I said, all the markets trending a little stronger right along here. Uh, fed cattle much stronger. Uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers 80 to 92. Select and low choice 72 to 79. Choice beef steers and heifers from 86 to a dollar two. Market cows selling stronger. Most cows selling from 48 to 56, with the high yielding cows 57 to 72. Market bulls high yielding 75 to 92. Lower yielding 74 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday, uh, much stronger. High yielding cows 85 to a dollar, few higher. Uh, lower yielding 65 to 84. Matter of fact, we're selling organic market cows today. Uh, very strong demand. Newborn Holstein bull calves uh, steady to strong, mostly selling from 50 to 135. Beef calves 100 to 250. Holstein heifer calves 50 to 100. Uh, this week's uh, special sales coming up Tuesday. Get a special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow auction, and beef breeding bull auction. We're expecting six to seven hundred head. Uh, we do start the auction off at 11 o'clock with bred beef cows, uh, beef breeding bulls, and we move on to the feeder cattle. Wednesday, we get our special dairy cattle auction. Uh, do have a complete tie stall herd, uh, free stall adapted, 78 head, 80-pound tank average, uh, top cows milking 90 to 130. Uh, they're going to sell on test, AI-sired, AI-bred, plus many other groups of reputation, fresh cows and springing heifers. Don't forget, hay auction will be this Thursday, 9.30 a.m., uh, questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Uh, check our uh, website with updates. Uh, that'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, Scott, that's the way it's shaped up. And, Rocky, you're still going ahead with the uh, is it the cattleusa.com is the website? Yep, yep, that'll be our, yep, so we'll have our special feeder sale on here on Tuesday, and every dairy sale will be on there as well. You know, I admit on some Saturdays in the past, I've gone in for a sandwich after doing some farmyard work and whatnot and uh, sat there watching uh, the online cattle 
auction uh, and on on RFD TV. Oh and, yeah, and yep. it's it's just it's oddly enthralling. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> oh, you're you're probably watching. Uh... Superior livestock auction. That could be. That could yep, be. But I'm a rep for them too. So. Oh, is that right? And, yep. And uh, I'll tell you, it's it works. It's a technology that works. Yeah, it's changing, and you got to stick with it if you want to be on top. So. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much, and always staying on top, Rocky. Uh, we try to. We try to. <laughs> All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Thank Rocky you. Olson over at Premier Livestock at with Ian. Boy, we mentioned getting the northeast and north side of the houses and barns and sheds all washed yesterday with some good strong wind gusts blowing in some sideways rain. And I don't know if that rain's going to stick around that much this morning, how long it's going to stick around. Hopefully we have Kelly Slifka coming on at Skywarn 13 to fill us in a little bit about how that's going. Kelly, are you there to... Tell us what's going to happen with it. Yeah, I'm here, and uh, the rain's still here, too. So and not uh, <laughs> m- much change that uh, wind, as you mentioned, was really gusty yesterday. We're still going to have a breeze. I don't think it'll be as uh, windy as what we saw yesterday, but still 10 to 20-mile-per-hour winds. It's coming on on the north-northeast. The storm system's really just kind of stalled right now over the Great Lakes, and a lot of this is actually due to the tropical storm that developed, the first one of the season over the mid-Atlantic states or just off the mid-Atlantic states, and it's kind of slowed up everything from moving from west to east. So we're, the storm system just kind of stalled near Chicago right now, and we're on the north side of it, and that's why we'll have that northeast wind and also uh, some light rain or some sprinkles from time to time just about at any time today. It won't be as steady as yesterday, but still feeling cool with that northeast wind. We'll only get up to about 61. Cloudy tonight, maybe a sprinkle or two left over, 47. Tomorrow, still mostly cloudy skies. I think the rain will be done with, but still just cannot quite break through the clouds because of the slow-moving storm. 69, though, tomorrow. Then we finally get into some sunshine and warmer weather for Wednesday and Thursday. 76 Wednesday up to 77 on Thursday. Right now in Eau Claire with the uh, light rain and sprinkles, currently 50 degrees. I'm Sky One Thirteen meteorologist Kelly Slifka. But even though with a little wind, a little clouds, and a little cooler temperatures, those who still need to get out in the fields probably can get out there, eh? Well, I don't know about today. It'd be a little muddy, but uh, right, right. later in this week. Yeah, the rain was needed. We were at a deficit. We're still at a deficit for the month of May, but we did pick up about one and a quarter inch of rain here in Eau Claire. That's a good little amount, and I don't know how accurate my rain gauge will be. I don't know the science of it, but when it is blowing in sideways, it probably doesn't catch all that it should. <laughs> Actually, a rain gauge is pretty good at it. It doesn't matter how windy it is, really. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Listen to that. I'm an old man, <laughs> and I learn something new every day go. yet. That's right. All right, Kelly, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you much. Sounds good. And let's have a look at some of the state and local news. Governor Tony Evers said the people of the state are going to have to manage the coronavirus on their own because he says the state government locally won't be able, likely won't be able to do it for them. The governor was on the Upfront program yesterday and said there will be no grand bargain with Republicans. He said Republicans have made it clear they don't want any restrictions, so he said he won't push for any new restrictions after the Supreme Court struck down his safer-at-home order. Wisconsin's latest coronavirus count says 12,543 people have tested positive for that virus. There have been 453 deaths in the state attributed to the coronavirus. The latest round of furloughs at UW-Eau Claire means faculty members will be taking some time off 
Chancellor Jim Schmidt Friday announced that all faculty members will take between 6 and 12 days of unpaid leave starting in August. It's the latest cost-cutting move because of the coronavirus. Schmidt said he'll take a 6.5% pay cut, which equals a 17-day furlough. Drivers in Wisconsin will no longer need to wait for the DMV, at the DMV to get a new license. The state's Department of Transportation said people can renew their driver's licenses online. The hope is to clear a backlog of nearly 80,000 people who've had their driver's licenses expire since the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak. DMV Administrator Christina Boardman said anyone between 18 and 64 who has not seen a change in their driver's status can go online and renew their license. The $34 renewal fee will remain the same. There might be a new way to catch a movie in the Chippewa Valley. The folks at Micon Cinemas are working with businesses in Eau Claire, Menominee, and at the northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds in Chippewa Falls to open pop-up drive-in theaters. Shows start this weekend. Tickets are on sale online and start at $2 apiece. Fishing is one of the things that people have been able to do during the coronavirus outbreak, and it looks like a lot of people in Wisconsin have been doing that. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources says it's seen about 100,000 people more fishing this spring than last year. The DNR officials credit the jump to the coronavirus outbreak. And boy, I honestly haven't gotten out there yet, I admit, and haven't been doing any fishing, but I have to change that. Maybe after this wind settles down here in the next day or so, I'll find a little time. Let's go to the markets, back to the markets, I should say, and let's get over to the Equity Altoona barn and hear what Mark Coger says about the latest sale there, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Choice and time, Holstein steers on a very light supply, selling from 80 to 85. Choice Holstein steers, 74 to 80 with your heavyweight, and underfinished steers and heifer selling 74 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows. Here on Thursday, selling from 55 to 62, we topped at 65. 60% of the cows selling from 40 to 54, with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 60 to 75. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up on Thursday, selling from 40 to $100 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef gas selling from 50 to $175 per head. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, May the 29th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark, and you have a great day, too. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald blown in from the east with the Stratford Equity Report. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, any very good morning to you. Yeah, it's, uh, well, the, the rain is kind of tapering off right here this morning, but it's still pretty windy. But, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what, folks needed kind of a break yesterday uh, over the weekend, uh, We and we definitely needed the rain. So I guess uh, isn't going to be a lot of field work today either, though. So uh, No, that's right. So if you're planning on selling livestock, uh, well, it'll be a good day for today. Although before we get into uh, the uh, 
I know the there is a, uh, a letter on our equity website from our CEO. So basically right now for, I don't know, until I get something figured out, we're going to continue to operate with limited spectators, buyers only. So uh, we'll see what happens. But like I said, it's uh, every, every county is kind of different. But uh, so anyway, for time being, I guess that's how things are going to be for uh, for folks wanting to come and watch the sale. Probably just uh, not going to be allowed any spectators unless you're an active bidder. So. Yep. And, uh, well, it we'll get through it, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Scott, we're going to give the folks uh, uh, an update and a sales schedule for this week here at Equity Stratford. I thank you, Scott, and good morning to everyone. And uh, we will get underway this morning at 9.30 a.m. here at Equity Stratford for Marketing Week here with Market Cattle. Of course, we have seen some uh, decent advances in the cows and also the fat cattle. Uh, uh, towards the end of last week, we did see some of these fancier cows in the high 50s up to 64 on Thursday sale. And fed cattle also... Uh, uh, getting a little better because of these plants are expanding their kills. So, but again, if you're planning on selling fed cattle this week, uh, give us a call ahead of time so we kind of know what the market trends are. And I'm sure that some of the packers are still fairly limited in the number they're killing, but it is getting better, so that's positive news there. Like I said, today we get started at 9.30 with market cows, fat cattle, and bulls. We get to the baby calves around 11 o'clock. Tomorrow, Tuesday, the 19th here in Stratford, we'll have the, uh, the hay auction, and that will start at... Uh, uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning for that. And on Wednesday, our auction does start at 10 o'clock, and we do have a feeder cattle sale also on Wednesday, and Thursday our sale does start at 11 o'clock for that. do want to mention a couple upcoming sales here in just a few weeks. We have a special dairy cattle sale coming up Tuesday, June the 2nd at 11 o'clock. We have a complete herd dispersal for that sale, 130 milk cows and 120 heifers. Uh, Mostly Holstein cows, there will, seem, there will be some brown Swiss in this herd, and cows are left outside daily. Of current herd averages around 65 pounds of milk, 3.7 butter fat, 3.3 protein. And again, uh, cows in this herd for everybody's budget, and the heifers, of course, will range all the way from about the 400-pound opens all the way up to the springer. So put that on your calendar for Tuesday, June the 2nd, and the day after that, uh, Wednesday, June 3rd, will be uh, our special spring breeding bull sale so if you have bulls to consign or you're looking to buy give us a call and uh, get joined up with that so all this information is on our website equity co-op click on the stratford page and our phone number 715-687-4101 so scott uh, we'll turn it back to you and again uh, we'll see how things are shaping up today here but again uh, we're trying to get back or attempting everybody is trying attempting to get back to normal marketing conditions but uh, it's uh, well, still some things got to be worked out, and uh, I guess the, one of the bigger concerns now, of course, especially on the fed cattle, is that uh, kills have been cut back so, uh, you know, so much that a lot of the cattle coming to town now are going to be heavier, and that's going to have an impact also. Yep, uh, but yeah, things are opening up. Is that the case, right? Yes, it is. And uh, on the uh, other end. Most of these, most, well, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, the plants are opening up, and I yeah. think with uh, extra, you know, um, measures for safety, and so that's all costly, too. But uh, it is definitely getting better, and, uh, you know, maybe uh, um, obviously the Memorial Day thing is meat is already in the pipeline for that, obviously, but we can look forward to the 4th of July and all these summer events. So hopefully the demand will continue and we can move forward here. I'm doing my part, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. 
thing is, uh, all that venison that you got last year, that'll you'll have to keep that for later on. Though, well, right? If I had to depend on the venison I got last year, I'd be pretty skinny, and I'm not skinny, so I, I can't depend on it, let me tell you. I don't know what it is with me the last year or two, but, uh, yeah, the venison isn't filling the freezer. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Jerry. Yeah, thank you very much. You bet. You have a nice day. You too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Brought to you by United Mutual. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Smith Funeral Chapel, serving families since 1956. Are you fed up with companies selling your data? DuckDuckGo is on it. They help millions of people like you take back their privacy online. DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 50 degrees as we continue with the Midwest Farm Report here at Wax 104.5. And we have on... America's health and safety has been a top priority during the COVID-19 pandemic. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, we would like to remind farmers to prioritize farm safety with the same regard. As you prepare for planting, handle wet grain, check a silo, or clean out a manure pit, please take extra precautions to ensure your safety and for the future of your family. From all of us at Egg Country, we wish you continued success and good health. Bertrang Roofing, locally owned since 1976. Fairchild, Wisconsin. Free estimates. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, 50 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Scott with you with the Midwest Farm Report. And we have Michelle on. From Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. And everything uh, all, you had the hatches all battened down enough there yesterday that nothing blew away at Thorpe, huh? No, but I did see a couple of trees down in Thorpe, so that was kind of, oh. I, I guess I knew it was windy out, but I didn't realize it was that windy, so. Oh, boy. Yeah, that uh, takes a toll. So tell us what's mm-hmm. going on at the market this week. All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of May 11th at Terrain Livestock Market in the Sonic Market for the week, we tapped at 60. 82% of the cows flipped from 46 and above. Market cows were 51 to 59. Low yielding cows 43 to 50. Thin and weak cows 42 and down. In the Holstein Fair Market, Choice and Prime 74 to 86. Selects were 68 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 72 to 90 with utilities at 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $120 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $75 per head. Beef calves, 100 to 245 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 14 to 20. 
bores were eight and down. Our next show will be today. We'll start with CADS at 5 p.m. Coming up for this Wednesday, the 20th, we have a consignment of 25 hogs. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the Citroen livestock, your family owned an upper market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle, and you have a great day, too. Yeah, hopefully the sun will come out later and we'll all be happy again. <laughs> yep, yep, I'll be happy one way or the other. It doesn't matter. We'll make no it happen. No matter what, right? Yep, yep. All Thank right, you. we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. That's Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. First cutting is upon us as we get into the middle end of May. Dan Undersander is going to join us this morning on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And, Dan, we spend a lot of time making sure the corn planter is ready to go and things like that. But uh, better make sure the hay tools are uh, in good shape, too. That's right, Bob. Uh, now is the time to uh, think about uh, making sure that all of our machinery is uh, properly maintenanced. Uh, a couple things that I see that we often forget about is uh, presuming most people have a disc mower. Have you looked at uh, the blades on the disc mower? Are they reasonably sharp or are they totally rounded? If they're reasonably sharp, then it takes a little less horsepower, but you'll get nice clean cut edges on the alfalfa. If the uh, blades are completely rounded, and I've actually seen somewhere stones had been hit or were chipped out or whatever, uh, it might be worthwhile to check those and uh, either turn the knives or uh, at least or possibly even replace a few of the knives to make sure that that uh, is in good shape. This is also a good time to uh, check the roller conditioner. Uh, I presume most of us have uh, rubber rollers. Uh, take a piece of aluminum foil, three pieces from your kitchen, uh, round it, roll it up into a roll about an inch diameter, and feed one through the middle and one through each side of the conditioner, and then see uh, first what the spacing is, and if so, if it's out of adjustment, adjust it. Also look to see if the middle is much wider than either edge, in which case, uh, at some point in time, we may need to think about replacing the rollers or, or maybe the whole unit. Uh, rubber rollers are what we generally like to use here in the state because of stones. On the other hand, they do wear, and then you end up getting uh, greater spacing in the middle and then less conditioning of that alfalfa. Uh, in addition, of course, check your rakes. Uh, are the tines in good shape? Is it properly adjusted for the right height? And, uh, and be uh, prepared to then mow, condition, and rake. And again, on the conditioning, we'd recommend as wide a swath as you can possibly get to enhance the drying rate, then to uh, rake or merge it. And then, of course, lastly, uh, I think most of us are pretty familiar with maintenance on the chopper including sharpening the knives and adjusting setting and things like this. But now's the time to get ready because when it's time to cut alfalfa, we need to remember that every day that we wait, we lose uh, four to five points of relative forage quality. So we get a little more tonnage, but we lose quality and uh, 
that uh, can make a big difference in the milk production. It certainly can. It's surprising how things work so much better when they're properly maintained. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with us once again on our next Corral Alfalfa update program. Always finding that sweet spot with that RFQ is Dan Undersander. Thanks to Dan and Bob for some more good information. Let's have a look at the morning markets on the grains futures. July corn is up one at 321. July oats down one at 311. July soybeans are up seven at 845. Soybean meal for July is at $287.70 a ton. That's up 20 cents. And July wheat is down three at 497. Country elevator prices. Golden Plump at Arcadia has corn at 298. The Countryside Elevator Elevator Co-op, Countryside Co-op Elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek and Osseo have corn at 270 and beans at 795. Stevens Point has soybeans at 772. Elk Mound has corn at 283 and beans at 801. Sparta corn is 275 with beans at 791. Ellsworth has corn at 262 with beans at 795. And at the ethanol plants, Boyceville has corn at 287, Stanley at 281, and New Richmond at 279. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday up five and a quarter at 172. 40 pound blocks also up three at 178. And grade AA butter was steady at 164 and a half. On the class three futures, May is down 24 at 1224. June up 75 at 1685. July up two at 1682. And August down 46 at 1695. And those prices are down some at the moment through 2020. And one last look at a little bit of the farm news. Spring is getting greener in Wisconsin, but State Department of Natural Resources officials announced Friday that this spring's ban has been extended on the burning of debris piles, burn barrel use, or burning of grasslands and woodlands. A DNR press release said that while the greenup is well underway, it's not complete. And the coronavirus pandemic is changing the way many things are being done this year, and that includes at least one farm and tractor safety program. The Chippewa County Farm Tractor and Machinery Certification Program is being offered this year via distance learning instead of in-person. The program is designed to teach basic farm, tractor, and machinery safety to youth ages 12 and above. Students still will be required to pass a written examination and a tractor driving skills test. That's according to Jerry Clark, UW Extension Crops and Soils Educator in Chippewa County. Information about that program is available through the Chippewa County UW Extension Office at the Chippewa County Courthouse in Chippewa Falls. The registration deadline is May 29th. Well, again, the rain's expected to stop this morning, but clouds might hang around all day along with more gusty winds from the north and northeast. The clouds should move out later today or tonight. And lower-than-average temperatures will follow us as the week moves on. Today, we're looking at a high of 62, a low of 50. Tomorrow, a high of 69, a low of 49. And Wednesday, a high of 76 and a low of 52. 
Well, we've hit the milk house with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, if you're getting out there in the fields in the next day or two again, as it dries up a little bit again here, which shouldn't take too long with the breeze especially, please be careful. Actually, be careful whatever you're doing in any situation. We'll talk with you tomorrow.